Today, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus then addressed this parable to those who were convinced of their own righteousness and despised everyone else. Two people went up to the temple area to pray. One was a Pharisee, and the other was a tax collector. The Pharisee took up his position and spoke this prayer to himself. O God, I thank you that I am not like the rest of humanity, greedy, dishonest, adulterous, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week, and I pay tithes on my whole income. But the tax collector stood off at a distance, and would not even raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast and prayed, O God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, the latter went home justified, not the former. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Just as Jesus did with the Samaritan woman, he presents himself to us on the path of life, sitting by the well where we go to quench our thirst, hoping that deep down we are thirsty for him, just as he is thirsty for us. That's what he did with that woman from last Sunday's Gospel, if you remember. That woman couldn't quite understand how a man, a Jew, would speak to her, let alone ask her for water to drink. Jesus disguises himself as someone in need so that we may discover him, but mainly to discover that only he can quench the thirst for love that cries out from the well of our hearts. This week we were accompanied by this image, this wonderful scene, which is really a reflection of what will somehow, sooner or later, happen with Jesus. He will seek us so that we may seek him. He will find us so that we may find him. He will ask us for a drink, so that we may ask him. Regarding today's parable, the first question that comes to my mind is, wouldn't it be that we often take some passages from the gospel too literally, and that we forget about what's essential and more profound? It's very common in our churches that during daily masses with few people, everyone stays in the back half, behind rows of empty benches, as if depending on the pew we chose we were nearer or farther from God, or we deserved him more or less. Today, the Lord wishes to show us that it's not about that. The attitude of the tax collector who stands at a distance is the attitude of those who feel they're sinners, those who feel they need God. The attitude of the Pharisee who stands tall is exactly the opposite, because he feels he's righteous. He feels better than others and gives thanks because he is not like the rest of humanity. It's not really about the position we take in a temple. I could sit on the first bench and feel that I'm a great sinner, and thus in need of God, which is what drives me to be there. I can be a priest, stand very close to the altar, and yet be far from God. My heart can be far from God because I'm proud and think I'm better than the others, no matter where I stand. Let's get to the essence of the gospel. 
Jesus refers to those who consider themselves righteous and despise others. And that's what we must be careful with. It's important to reflect on our thoughts, feelings, actions, and attitudes towards others to ensure that we're not falling into the trap of feeling superior to them. Ultimately, it's this attitude that drives us away from God. This happens when we feel capable of judging others, thinking that we're different, even thanking God that we're different, and looking at others askance. It's when we fall into this attitude of pride that we're farthest from God, and we won't be justified in our prayer. The prayer that comes from the depths of our hearts is not to believe that we're different from others, but rather to ask the Lord to help us recognize ourselves as we really are, and not to fear showing our true selves to Him. A priest once told me that after a Mass, while greeting parishioners in the church atrium, he overheard a group of ladies saying, In the end it will always be the same ones of us who will be in heaven, with an attitude of great pride of which they were surely unaware. These ladies did not realize what they were saying. Does it happen to us at times that we think of ourselves as an elite inside the church? The elite of those who stand closest and think, Thank God it's us. Thank God he chose us. We need to be very careful not to lapse into this very subtle form of pride that seeps into the hearts of those who are supposedly the staunchest believers, even of those who are apparently closest to God, standing tall beside his side. It's better to go home justified after our prayer because the one who exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. The one who acknowledges who they are, that's what Jesus means, will be exalted. To humble oneself is to be at one with the truth. Humility is truth. St. Teresa of Jesus used to say, And that's why those who stand before God, unafraid to show themselves as they are, ask for forgiveness because of the smallness they see in themselves and kneel down at their hearts, will walk away as God wants us to, not as we think we should walk away. Let's pray to the Lord for this grace this weekend, for the word to bear fruit in us, fruits of humility that truly help us live as the Lord wishes us to. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.